My people, my people, welcome back to Birdies Not BS. This week's episode, we are talking about you're on the range. You only have 30 minutes. What are you going to do in 30 minutes to get better at golf? Golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. Luckily, you know I have Cheyenne Woods next to me, so we're going to talk to her a little bit about what she does when she only has 30 minutes first, and then yes. we'll come in with some recommendations we have for you. So, Cheyenne, you're running late. Yes. You only have 30... I'm always late <laughs> for something. <laughs> you only have 30 minutes to practice. What are you going to do with your time? Every practice I go into, I try to assess how can I get better with my game personally. A lot of times it's my short game. So if I had 30 minutes or less, I'm going to make sure I have at least 15 minutes on the putting green, 15 minutes on the green. I go in, or I'm sorry, on the chipping green. I go in with a specific goal of what I want to work on. So I think for the everyday golfer, the everyday golf fanatic who wants to get better, come in with a plan. Come in with some sort of strategy of what you can get out of those 30 minutes and put it to work. But that's so boring. Is it? I mean, chipping, standing around chipping. Yeah. Honestly, chipping and putting is the most boring thing. I love it. I to guess work I'm a golf on. nerd. Uh, you are. Oh. <laughs> so here's the thing. This boring time, well, since you don't find it boring, I don't even know how I'm going to ask you this question because I was going to say, how do you make it more exciting? But you enjoy it. So I'm now I'm just all confused. <laughs> so, but what I've found in my own personal experience is I try to compete against myself. If I'm able to chip one to three feet, can I chip one to closer than that? Or can I make it? You know, I have certain games that I'll play where I can't move on from the club or the shot until I've actually hold yes. the shot I'm playing. Do you do anything like that during 100%. your time? Or if, again, if you have 30 minutes, again, that might take long for everybody to try to make a, a shot on, yes. on that set. But Again, talk about how we can make this 30 minutes go quicker as we're as we're on the chipping green. Yeah, so if you're on the chipping green, one thing that I do is I'll hit from one specific spot. I can't move on, like you said, until I hold it. And say it takes you 30 minutes and you still haven't hold it, don't feel bad about yourself. You got better. Anytime you put in, you're getting better. So whether you achieve your goal or not, you're putting the time in. We haven't even mentioned the range. Like, have you that noticed that? That is very true. Like, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm just, it just hit me. Like, you're talking about short game. I'm talking about chipping and pitching. So, folks at home, if you're listening, I want to make sure you get this. If you have 30 minutes, it's way more important to spend that time on your short game and putting than it actually is on the range. But if you only have 30 minutes of range time, Cheyenne, what should you do there? And again, on the range, I'm focusing on the shorter shots. I'm always focusing on my wedges, 100 yards and in. Um, I'm focusing on distance control. I think a lot of amateurs could really improve on having more control with their wedges, whether it's 50 or 60 yards. Those are a lot of shots that they're having out on the golf course. I could save for par, maybe get on the green in re regulation and have a birdie shot. And I think that could really help with most people out there just trying to have fun and get better. You know, it's funny. I think of just golf in numbers always. So when you play golf, there's four par threes, four par fives, usually on your average par 72 golf course. So if that is true, there's 10 par fours. So if you hit every green in regulation on all the par fours and par fives, say you two putt every green, right? Mm -hmm. You still almost use 50% of your strokes putting. 
Yeah. It's very close to 50%. So tell me, why is it a trend that we see throughout golfers who do have 30 minutes or say they have two hours? Putting is an afterthought. Why is putting such an afterthought when it's almost 50% of the game? I think because we get so caught up in what we see on TV. You see the Dustin Johnsons and the Roy McIlroys or the Lexi Thompsons bombing it down the fairway. And we all want to do that, right? I mean, we all want to hit it 280, 300, 350. It's fun, right? It's fun to hit the ball far. It is fun. It is fun. And you can do that. But if you really want to improve your game and get better at the sport, it comes down to the putting, the short game, the control with those shorter shots. Let's get some numbers though, all right? So we keep saying short game and wedges. What number distances are we talking about? Are we talking about 130 yards or are we talking about 40 yards? For me, I would consider anything nine iron and below. The shorter irons, the wedges around the greens, you're using the more lofted clubs, which are the wedges, the sand wedge, the putter on the green. Those are the clubs that that you're really using, like you said, most around, around the golf course. One thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when you go to these golf courses, yes, you pay for range balls, but what you can also do is go to the putting green and the chipping green for free. I feel like I grew up on the putting and chipping green. Like, 100%. It's like, my, it's like the chipping green raised me because uh, I know my parents knew this. We knew this when I was a kid, so we had a course very, very close. My mom would give me $5, my putter, a couple wedges to chip with, and I'd stay there for two hours. 100%. I did the exact same thing. Right. I'd be out on the putting green, Raised by the putting until the sun went down, till darkness, for free. My mom was so trustworthy with these random people. <laughs> I guess I guess when you play golf, like there's this, this certain trust and this, Safety net. this yeah. judgment that people make about you, that you are a safe, conscientious individual. So thank you to all the people that didn't shoot me off the greens as a child. But I think that's a really good point, though. At a public facility, there is no charge to go chip and putt. You can be the best chipper and putter in America for free. I think this is a great point to make because a lot of people when getting into the game of golf assume that everything associated with it is so expensive. So expensive, I can't go. Exactly. And this is the one way that you can actually get get better for free. For free. Take advantage of it. Be out there for your 30 minutes, hour 30 minutes, whatever it takes. So Doug, I have this free green that I'm using. What is a drill that you could give me to help me with my putting? The first thing I'm going to tell you, we all can get better at putting. There's nobody who's a great, amazing, world-class putter who can't get better. So if you've got this time, you've got 20 or 30 minutes and you're trying to get better, what I would suggest, taking your putter, hanging it inside the lip of the cup, which is going to measure roughly around 33, 36 inches, which is a yard, or three feet, right, the magical three-foot range, put tees at north, south, east, and west of the hole, or you could think about it like a clock putting them at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 9 o'clock, and putting in a circle. Counterclockwise, put one ball, two balls. How many can you make in a row from each four location? And then once you get proficient at that, once you've seen that you've made 10 or 11 or 100 putts doing this drill, put the club down, go back one putter length. Now we're at six feet roughly or just under six feet. Hit those putts around the horn and and see how many you make you can really do a really good job of baselining how good you putt or how good a putter you are from inside three six nine and twelve feet by just using your putter and a tee on the green what i love about this drill is it's not only for the beginner but you see the professionals using it as well it's a great staple it's a great drill to just focus on your fundamentals 
And as you know, we always get to the second half of our show, which is where we take it from Golf 101 and turn it up a little bit to Golf like 205 or somewhere in there. This week's topic... We are talking about pre-round routine. Pre-round routine. Which a lot of people, they love going straight from the car to the tee, but that is not... That's not where, where it's at. That? That's not where it's at. <laughs> that is not where it's at. That's not where you get hurt. Okay. All right. Well, let's hear from, from you then. I mean, pre-round routine, if you want to be efficient, you need to stretch. Your body is twisting and turning very unnaturally when you're out on the golf course. Whether it's just a five-minute stretch, some yoga, some jog around you somewhere. You want me to do yoga <laughs> before I play golf <laughs> Maybe my not boys. you, but the listeners for sure. Okay. So, um, all right, we, all, I'm going to just do that for life as a, right, as a whole. There you go. It'll make you better. I okay, promise. Okay, great. Yoga makes me better at Stretch golf. the body out. Get it loosened up. For me, I personally take at least an hour to fully warm up for a competitive round. Everybody's different. I make sure to focus on the range, chipping, putting, some bunker shots, anything to emulate what I might come across in an actual round. Well, see, I heard one time people play the round in their head before they go out to the golf course. Is this something that you've tried or do or have heard? How does that yeah. sink into what you do before I mean, pre-round routine can even go into the night before, the morning of, off the course. Visualization is something that I do and playing the golf course in my mind before even stepping foot at the facility. What about food? When you are preparing to play, how far in advance are you actually planning? At least a meal. You know, the meal prior to the round, I want to make sure I have substance in my body that can fuel me for the round, brain food, energy. And this is something that people can focus on, help them out, and it will definitely help them on the golf course. So food, hydration, and a plan. 100%. And stretching. Yes. Or yoga. Yes. All right. Recipe for success. Recipe. <laughs> right? Well, namaste. <laughs> namaste. Yes. And that's all from us this week. Don't forget, hit us up at Birdies Not BS, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also reach out to us at birdiesnotbs.com. Send us your questions and you can hear them here on the show. 